I thought we'd record a podcast on training methods because we get asked on our Instagram what sort of methods do you use. Yeah. So I thought we could just chat about training methods and some maybe common misconceptions when people are asking about it. Yeah. Okay. Mainly because of I feel like people um, because of online arguments are polarised into two far camps like far left far right of dog training but um, <laughs> <laughs> can you say that can you say that <laughs> yeah but no I know what you mean I know what you mean and also the the, the um, for me the definitions are off in the first place go on as in balance like you said earlier oh. suggests that it's an equal mix of both doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be so. And by equal and mix of both, you, you mean yeah, reward and usually people perceive punishment, although it yeah, doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be that. But anyway, um, and even like false free, well, like you said, Is this put put a lead on a dog, and it's not technically false free. I, yeah. I get what they're trying to say, but yeah. it's the definitions. There's a lot lost in the definitions. I think. Sure. Sure. Yeah, a lot. See, yeah, yeah. You see, some people arguing. Like I argued with another. Not argued. I amicably, 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 amicably debated with another uh, dog trainer online. But a very really, famous one, actually. A very famous one. I did win, but that's not, that's not my point. <laughs> not that you keep in school. Yeah, <laughs> we're not. Not that I've got a scalp up in my office. No. Uh, I'll get your plaque. What? I'll yeah, get your plaque. nice. Um, but it, it was a it was a discussion and definitions like everyone's got to have the same definition to yeah. be able to argue over something or debate over something. Precisely, yeah. But a lot of the time you see people arguing and they they're definitely meaning different things. Yep. Um, I think my main qualm is with people arguing on social media about dog training when, like, when in actual fact, like I just said. They're, they're arguing about different things and when have you ever really seen someone go do you know what I was wrong I was wrong yeah. you are right yeah. and I decided I'm going to change my mind you very very rarely see that so I sometimes feel like you're pissing in the wind when uh, yep. you, you, you're going toe to toe with someone arguing about how to train a dog but 100% I, I think it's time wasted yeah uh, and, and probably a disservice to the dog yeah sometimes yeah so I suppose if we go back on track, generally out there, for the sake of our um, currently limited audience, there is there's a couple of camps, isn't there? I suppose, and there's there's starting to be a bit of a like a um, I don't know a bit of a culture in either side, I suppose, especially online. So between the balance training folks, so those who typically utilise tools and pressure and aversion. And then on the other side of things, Hopefully there is... Not exclusively, though. Not yeah. Again. Again. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other side of the things, there's those that um using as much as they possibly can, I guess, the just positive reinforcement quadrant yeah. of um, operant conditioning. Yeah. Is that fair? Which, yeah. I, I think a lot of people... It's almost like a misnomer of just call it reward-based training. Yeah. Which is slightly different, but it's what people mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, again, yeah. that's like you say, the clarification of the definitions has got to be there. Yeah. Because otherwise you could be talking about a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
I am on a couple of force free Facebook groups, and even then, I see uh, arguing between force free trainers of what of definitions and what they mean as well. Yeah. So if you know people that are very much on the same side of things aren't agreeing, it's very difficult for that um, average person that hasn't got a yeah. kind of knowledge on dog training to know where yeah. where to go. So this is. I suppose for us to give people a little bit of direction and education on kind of what people are meaning and what what to maybe even look for when employing yep, yep. a dog trainer. And, and make a more informed choice with the dog they have. Yeah. Would be for me. Um, obviously, I've got a pup at the moment and I would say 99% of what I do is force-free or positive. Only. Yeah. But I've got the luxury of a, a mould yeah, to yeah, create. Yeah. Whereas you might have a dog that's you've adopted it at five years old and it's got some bad habits got some serious like habits yeah which might you might need a different approach yeah but you you've got some you've got some gold in your brain and now you have because you've alluded to it already about that oh about them four little yeah. points yeah, yeah we'll come yeah we'll do them at the end maybe but um um yeah so i think what i think the main problem is everyone makes the assumption that Everyone that is quote unquote balanced, so the utilization of tools and aversion are the same. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. I know of some dog trainers that purely use aversion and negative reinforcement and some punishment to change and modify and create behavior. Yep. And then I know of some balanced trainers that um, are more motivational based, but they're then categorized in the same. Yeah. So. Um, for example, like we use slip leads, um, which are, are by nature, I suppose, an aversive tool. Could be. The Could potential be, yeah. for aversion, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Um, so then we automatically get put over that side. Yep. Well, then I'm familiar with certain dog trainers, um, won't name any names, of course, but that are just um, in the same class as us then to the average person. But uh, are using ninety nine percent aversion, yeah, one yeah, percent yeah. reward. Where we would, like you said, like to be ninety nine percent reward and one percent aversion. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But yet we're categorised the same. And then again, even force free trainers are categorised the same. But there's lots of different routes you can go down there. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's this like big old wide spectrum where people don't realise. So when we get that question, what what type of trainer are you? Um, force-free or balanced. It is like asking a band, what type of music do you do under the presumption there's only two types of music? (laughs) Are you classical or are you rock? And then you say, well, no, we're gangster rap. And then they get really angry because you don't fit into their kind of what they presume there is. And Um, even then, even within, even if you were rock or classical, which type of classical? Yeah, right? alt rock. Yeah, classi- are you, are yeah. You opera or are you like heavy metal? Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. That, yeah, so it's very difficult, isn't it? There's there is definitely not two sides to this. No, so um, I think, and I think I'm not sure if people are aware of that. Um, and again, like we mentioned before, I think we've got to accommodate to the dog in front of us. Yep. Um, so it's almost yeah, yeah, because <laughs> each dog is. Motivated by different things and to different levels. Yeah. And that, that, that would be the other point to make, wouldn't it? Like, we can be as positive. Like, we like, if we do use a slip lead, yeah. we like to pair it with positive reinforcement. Yeah. But then that must 
come with a caveat that they were, the dog is motivated to take positive reinforcement or yeah. and usually that's food because it's difficult with toys like you, 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 there are more rewards than just food yeah but how many repetitions can you get not many with toys and yeah. it's more difficult isn't it like I think there's always a danger of using toys in, in the process of stopping reactivity and sending the dog too high anyway. But yeah, I totally get what you mean. Like, it's, yeah, yeah it's food is probably going to be the go-to for most. So, like, we took Ludo out earlier to the park that is a dog that has shown aggression to dogs and people. Now, he's on residential with us. And if we consider two things here, firstly, he has not missed a single meal since coming here yep. so we haven't had to use any sort of deprivation to create motivation yeah, yeah zero he's not he has a kilo a day and he's not skipped a single meal which sometimes dogs come on residential first couple of days they're a bit windy as we'd say they're a bit nervy they don't yep. want to eat and then they miss a couple of meal creates a bit of motivation yada 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 not denying that but but again that's not it's not like it's not offered the, yeah the it's not yeah there, it's, like, it's we'll not deprived it it's offered it's then not taken by yeah, the dog it's rattled, never so yeah they're just like Ooh, no um, so yeah, Ludo we took out earlier, I had a slip lead on him, um, behind his ears, and then I had a clicker and a pouch of his food. How many clicks versus corrections or, or aversion, let's say, for the argument's sake of definitions, but how many clicks per mm. consequent, negative consequence? It was 99 to 2 or whatever yeah. it may be. Obviously people might assume some bias stakes, but I don't actually remember you giving him any kind of lead interruption i can remember a lot of clicks i think i did like two t turns right and it was more like a guide in negative reinforcement we're going this way as opposed to an out and out like punisher as some may imagine yeah and then um that and then that's because of one his owners followed the motivation guide and he's already a pretty food motivated dog anyway and then two we're following our own motivation based rules which we give out to everyone because if that's how we want to train dogs, yeah, right? Yeah, that's yeah. how it would be amazing yeah. to train every single dog. Yeah. But um, a lot of the times people, I don't know whether it's patience or they don't like the process of the building motivation or maybe some yeah. people just can't be bothered hand feeding the dog or whatever it may be. But I feel like the process we offer is the way that we can use as much motivation and reinforcement, a positive reinforcement as possible. Yeah. Um, but even then... I suppose there's a bit of a, like you say, there's a bit of a perception in that, like, we we would always offer yep. the food, yep. but let the dog decide whether they're going to take it or not. Yep. And I think people panic if a dog misses a meal. Yeah. That, and I get it with some breeds and puppies and whatever, I understand it. Like, gotcha, you, I, yeah, yeah, with, yeah. with Fern or whatever right now, I wouldn't be saying, right, she's... She's not going to eat today because she won't take it outside. Like, yeah. But we started enough early, in early enough anyway, so she does. But obviously with some dogs, you wouldn't risk it. Of course. But like, like we said, there's experiments in the 50s where dogs went for like days and days and days. And like, you know yourself, you could fast for 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be yeah. fine. You might be a bit more food oriented yeah. <laughs> as a result, which, you know, not um, necessarily the worst thing. I think it was... Um Chev Walker that used to do like 60 hour fast or yeah, something he does, ridiculous yeah, like he's three, done the 72 at least yeah. Jesus yeah Chev so. Walker former colleague of us both yeah yeah and and very solid bloke good very well, good yeah. guy uh, yeah. Mole has done the same yeah Anthony Mullally yeah 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 so in terms of like you, would, you wouldn't kind of stress about putting yourself through it obviously you know why you're doing it yeah but you're not actually asking the dog to do it yeah you're saying right here's your food here's your opportunity oh okay you don't want it yeah yeah right. yeah yeah okay yeah 
And then I suppose the key bit with that is then not trying to top it up in an easier fashion later. Yeah. But that's kind of more of the mechanics of how it, it works, I suppose. Do you think people know what we're talking about now? I don't know. I don't, yeah. Do I know what I'm talking yeah. about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so, we, so we like to use what we call essential food, don't we? Yeah. So the dog, Which we use a, the food that the dog needs to live to train the dog so we can utilize withholding food for the next training session. Because if you offer treats and the dog says no and then goes back to a bowl, it undermines the work that you've just done, in a nutshell, yep. right? Yep, yep. So we never deprive the dog of food. We never starve them for three, two, three days in order to get them motivated outside. We always offer the dog the food, whether that just be as simple as a slow feeder initially, and then remove it when they no longer want it. We then don't allow them access to food till next training session, which might be three or four hours away. Mm -hmm. And we repeat that process until the dog eventually takes the food. So what we're alluding to here is sometimes the dog may go a day, a day and a half, or even just half a day sometimes before then they start taking the food. The common mistake people make, though, is they increase the satiability. Satiate, satiability? That's got to be a word. <laughs> it's a word? Do you mean satiability or palatability? They increase the... Sorry, we'll let cut that out. We'll, we'll increase <laughs> no, the palatability <laughs> of that food to yeah. cheese yeah, yeah. and fishy and all the rest of it. Yep. Um, then you have to use less reinforcement because there's only so much cheese you can give your dog and it sets a bar that's probably too high for the task you're giving. Yada, yada, yada. There's lots behind it, but we have found the way to use as much positive reinforcement as possible utilising the dog's essential food. Um, and then we're probably discussing how some people aren't comfortable with the removal of that meal yeah. when the well, dog doesn't yeah, want it. Yeah, not necessarily removing it, just like not the... Because that implies that we're depriving, I suppose. Yeah, I, I yeah, just yeah. want to be very adamant that we're not depriving the dog of it. We're giving the opportunity, but then you don't just try and top it up later. Yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. You get your opportunity, but you, that's your opportunity. It's a bit like when you're a kid, if you don't eat your breakfast, you don't get it at lunchtime with your, with your lunch. Yeah, yeah, you just have your lunch. You just have your lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, then, so back to um, methodology. I suppose a question I could ask you would be, when we have clients come in for consultations, what is, what is the average mindset of a client bringing us their dog? Interesting. I think there's been... Well, I think there's kind of a two-group thing there. I think... I've, for me personally, recently, I've had a number of assessments that have been to what I would call, they, they, like you've alluded to, they call themselves balanced trainers, but they're essentially kind of old school yank and crank almost, and they've yeah. been uncomfortable with that. But yeah. the dog's at a point of reactivity where they're happy for it to be stopped in whatever fashion possible, yeah. but don't want it to be all, no, 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 bad, 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 bad. Yeah. They just want a mix of it to say, no, nah, you can't do that, mate, because that's pretty bad. But then yeah. look at what happens when you don't, you get this. Yeah. So I've definitely had a mix of that. So they've gone to um, the more compulsion side of things, yeah. the, the dark arts, as it yeah. were, yeah. and they've found it um, difficult to apply. Yeah, or even a few have not made the sessions kind of thing. They like they've gone had a bit of an like just slightly different to where we work, but had some sort of interaction, not being happy with it, and just discontinued. Right, got um, you. And then there's another field of folk who are like, right, here's my dog, um, train it, 
as positively as possible or positive only, please. Yeah. Um, which obviously we're more than willing to at least endeavour to do so. Yeah. But then the you get the odd one that's just like, eh, well, kibble, nah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what toy, nah. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Motivate with what then? Yeah. Um, and then you've got to ask them if they're willing to go through a process of increasing food motivation. Yeah. For X, Y, and Z. Some of them do. Some of them probably don't. Yeah. Or, or some of them sneakily switch to cheese. It lasts two or three days, and then exactly. the dog goes, "What yeah. else have you got?" And then exactly. we're no further along, which is what yeah, what tr- triggers me, as you know. Yeah, because in in it, it should work. Yeah. But. The kind of the stickability or perseverance maybe isn't quite there sometimes, because people like immediate results these days. And hell, why wouldn't you want immediate results? Yeah, <laughs> I think that yeah, there's a little bit of I want medium immediate results or quick results, but I want to do as positive only as possible. Mm, yeah, and sometimes they're not exactly they don't exactly not go hand in hand. Are they yeah, not? so. Yeah. Um, a lot of time I've seen people like want to use more motivation and they're like, screw this, I'm unhappy, my dog is unhappy, I'm actually thinking about getting rid of this dog, yeah. we need to stop this. And then we say, okay, I'm going to show you how to appropriately punish this d- dog. And yep. Punish, aggressive word, but scientifically means to reduce the likelihood of a behavior repeating, yeah. right? So yeah. um, that could be anything. Um, but anyway... Um, I found it more maybe like when I first started this a few years ago, I found it more that people were trying more positive only methods and then coming over to try more balanced methods or Mm. methods that included aversion. But now I find it that people are, because I think balanced training currently on social media and stuff has got a bit of a more of a standing I think people are doing kind of balanced online courses and all the rest of it. And there's a particular couple that stand out, obviously. And they're either not quite getting it right. Yeah. I think when it comes to online courses and things like that, I think if you don't get pressure right, that's where things can go very wrong. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So. And um, especially if you're only issuing. If you, if, I hate to use the word because we've just discussed this not yet, but if the balance is off of pressure to good stuff, yeah. it goes even more south. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that then, then the, 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 the force-free side folk then capitalise on that and say, hey, look, yeah. adding aversion makes your dog worse yeah, because yeah, of yeah. they're punishing at the wrong time or then they're in- yeah. agitating instead of interrupting yeah. the behavior yeah. and then it can amplify the reactivity yeah. and it looks like the aversion but it's the improper application of the aversion is what actually has yeah. created the the, the, yeah. the amplification of the reactivity i suppose because if you were to do any actual reading of a book yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rather than a social media post yeah. you would understand that it is not punishment if it doesn't work yeah, yeah, it has to work. Yeah, that's the whole. Yeah, that is the definition of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it's not working, it's not punishment. So you can't say it. punishment exactly, doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, one of my dogs, like Rhea, I could probably have a full on wrestle with her, and it ain't going to work. She's going to no, enjoy it. No, yeah. And you could, I don't know, you could jab her in a big old head, and she's not going to care. Yeah. But get water spray out. Different story. Yeah. So then it's the, it's the again, we, like we've said before, it's the it's in the eye of the receiver. AKA what, the dog as to whether what's punishment, what's reward, etc., etc., etc. So, 
You mentioned the water. I saw a post on Dog Walkers UK of um, a dog trainer recommending squirting a dog with water. Yeah. And like there was absolute outrage. We don't need to get talking on uh, get started on dog walkers and dog training and staying in those lane. But um, don't want to upset anyone. Uh, but from my point of view, right, you've got an old Maureen. She's gone and got herself a German Shepherd, and it's barking at other dogs, right? And the German Shepherd, as we know, likes barking at things. So this dog, as well as being maybe underfulfilled and not having clear cut rules. There's a likelihood this dog is going to then be kind of rehomed or whatever. And then, as we know, the rehoming process can kind of amplify behavioral issues to the yeah. empathy of the new adopter. Um, that's a different story. Uh, but then, if that squirt of water helps Maureen keep hold of that dog, is it really such a cardinal sin? No. And henceforth, gives the dog a better life because does more stuff with Maureen. Yeah. I don't want to sound like a, it's for the greater good, but, <laughs> you know, poor yeah. old Maureen, just being widowed, you know, she's gone and got this dog, he's barking really, his head off, because really, really, really setting a picture, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. kids don't speak to her, they've moved to Benador, <laughs> right, she's got no one left, F fucking Margaret's died next door, she's got this dog, it's chelping off at everyone, she can't walk it. Dog yeah. walker said, right, I'm not walking your dog anymore because of, you've decided to use a, a ne negative reinforcement, a punishment. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. Let's think about, let's think about the yeah. whole picture here. Uh, but the, in the, uh, the other flip side of that coin is uproar using a water spray, but if I pick up my dog's tennis ball, I blew, I could squirt him in the face with some water, yeah. or I could take his tennis ball off him. Which one do you think would be more stressful for him? Uh, taking the ball off him. Exactly. How much does he peck me? How much does he flip oh, out? Oh, yeah, he goes... Yeah, <laughs> like, like... It's like... A, um, it looks like an addict with withdrawal symptoms. Yeah, yeah, it does. So I can imagine that does stress so him out. But that's not a stress we'd ever consider being bad on the dog. No, not People really. are just like, really. oh, he's not having his ball. Like, you see Border Collies, like, craving it. Yeah. And you're like, well, the, the lack of... Well, the craving of the dopamine that that ball gives them, potentially, is, yeah. dis is uncomfortable. Yeah. So... But no one can, like in that dog walkers group, no one would be like, oh, you can't take a ball off the collie. Yeah. I hope not, anyway. But that well, would be. I've just got a mental image of collies rolling in like a ball pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you can't take it off him. No, nope, just no, going to give just, him another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but like you said, it's in the eye of the receiver. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Like my dogs wouldn't be bothered by water. No. Especially like, I don't know, Tofin Drive. She's got, like you said, wouldn't be bothered, but, yeah. you know, like stopping a session or something and putting her in, she'd be bothered by that. Yeah, yeah. But again, no one would look at that and go, oh, poor dog, you cruel bastard. Oh, no, you've stopped to run around the field. Like, yeah. Yeah, so he's very... segued a bit again. Yeah, he did. Reasonable but stuff, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. But essentially, what we need to get across to people is there's this massive spectrum that people don't realise and mm. you need to go and... So the one thing that really does piss me off is people chelping on training advice but not actually training any dogs. So I think this is my number one pet hate. Whereas I look on a dog trainer's page and they're just, there's infographs, there's videos of them talking to the camera. There's little bits of their own dog like doing a sit and a heel inside the living room. But there's no working with clients. There's no working with proper reactive dogs. There's no kind of actual evidence of them training dogs. And... It's a, it's a very 
physical thing. Like, you, yeah, yeah. like you have to be hands-on with the job. You can't just know a lot. Yeah. So when I see people spouting off things that sometimes make sense, sometimes don't quite make sense, there's still got to be that bit of, well, just prove it. Like, yeah. everyone's got a camera phone these days. It's a tripod, costs five pound on Amazon. <laughs> stick it to a fence. You put can the, stick a link in, put the, your ch- in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I'll stick a link. <laughs> stick a phone in your shoe and just film it. It's yeah. fine. But no one does. Well, these people don't. Yeah. And then the other side of things that I don't like is just the before and after. Like yeah, I said, GCSE yeah. maths, you asked to show your workings out. So there yeah. you see a dog that is behaving but is wide-eyed, he's stressed as shit and you're like, well, he's just being just fucking fried, hasn't he? Yeah. So they're little things, I suppose. But, uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, the, the, but yeah, my one pet hate is talky-talky-talk yeah, and, not, and, not, and that's, that's walk. not in, even industry exclusive, is it? No, I suppose. Like, you know, my background is all sports and fitness and there's a lot of, like, is there? kids out there it just and don't get me wrong, they know some stuff, but they've never trained a person. Oh, you should do this with your athletes because yeah, but they have no idea about the, the practical application. Yeah, and it's like it's so it's not industry. When that athlete is fucking hungover and exactly, you, and the, yeah. there's like all these, they yeah. just had a fucking blow up with their wife. They've yeah. got exactly. wadder after them as well, and yeah. you're like, well, these are other considerations here, and I think that's you know that's a very good point actually. Yeah, the, it's just. And, I don't know, maybe they're trying to make a voice for themselves, but then yeah. equally you can't say, well, I've won three Challenge Cups or whatever with this team. You can't say it, though, because you haven't... How many of you won? How many, firstly, if you nah, want to get it in there, how many of you won? Is it two <laughs> no. or three, is it? No, nah, one. Just one? Yeah, one. Yeah, but but right. how many grand finals? Five to six. A few more, yeah. Five, I forget. How is many there? did you lose? <laughs> grand finals, yeah. none. None? You're five for five? Yeah. How many Challenge Cups? That's good. Uh, three losses. <laughs> one Two win. World Club Challenge losses as well. Uh, so one of them would have been nice to add to the Earl. Yeah. Who did you play? Uh, Melbourne and Manly. Manly was there in my life. Was that when um, old Brickhead was running over you? Yeah, just, yeah. I was going to say 80 minutes of me having tire marks in my face, but we all know I never played 80 minutes of me. No. So as many minutes as I played, as in putting time marks on my face. Yeah. <laughs> well, what? Well, oh yeah. So talking the talk and not walking yeah, the walk. Yeah, yeah. But Which yeah, is fine. That study that you did in uni—that's great in a yeah. very sterile environment with this and a willing participant. But yeah. Yeah. when you have got a pisshead rugby player that has all these <laughs> considerations that we have to make. Same with the dog. You've got all Maureen with the shepherd that's been widowed and stuff like that. You know, does she want to? be doing threshold work and making this a six month process when she's yep. fucking on her way to a dislocated hip <laughs> poor Maureen <laughs> really she is <laughs> <laughs> Maureen mate you might as well retire and quit yeah yeah so I suppose uh, alright if you if you were to describe us and how we train dogs uh, do you think I don't I don't even think I could do it no you can't because it one it changes it shifts with the dogs. Yeah. It shifts with the people as well. Yeah. Like, you know, we've got the odd client that just wants, not, I was going to say chin the dog, that's not true. But some of our clients just want to whip the dog into shape. And yeah. even we're a bit like, well, I don't think you Come need on, to. Mate. And they're like, yeah. no, no, I want to. And you're like, well, what well, about well, this food? about this food? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I would say like mixed methods and 
Yeah. Trying to be, trying to make both the dog and the person comfortable, but also get results. It's a massive, moshy mouthful, isn't it? Yeah. Um, we'll make up a word. Yeah. <laughs> May even train my own dogs completely different. Yeah, same. I trained Dala. So, I thought about this yesterday. I think the reason why I wanted to utilise more reward into our training system was because of I. Um, experimented with the clicker with Dala yeah, and yeah. I made more progress in six months than yeah. I did in probably three years and I probably <laughs> three months in three years yeah because yeah, um, yeah. of like even like now like today for example yeah, yeah, she's yeah. great right completely and just out and completely machine. different had different dogs out and I just thought I'd never get to that point and um, I think the clickers really help and, and using more reward or uh, positive say, reinforcement yeah, yeah. or Classical conditioning or counter, counter conditioning. conditioning or whatever, yeah. whatever it was, yeah. it worked and it, and it needed. It changed my perception on training. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, not just don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. Yeah. And she's a completely different dog because of it. It's, it's weird, weird, isn't it? Um, where were we? Oh, yeah, so. Um, and then, ironically, the reason kind of I got into training professionally was Dala herself. And I tried force free, didn't work. So I was like, right, okay, utilize slip lead. Then went completely the other way yeah. and swung back and forth until where we are now. And uh, Ranger probably used a little bit more reward with him early doors because he was just such a more motivated dog and then overlaid a bit of pressure. And that just worked out great because of his temperament isn't skitty like hers. Yeah, he's. Because um, he, he takes things in his stride type thing. Yeah. So. Um, and then the bulldogs are uh, 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 largely trained force free, but totally unreliable. So I can't really. <laughs> but they are loose cannons. <laughs> Another thing I'd like to talk about is the the fighting pugs and the compressed air. Two pugs. Incredibly specific example. Live separate lives. One with the male owner, one with female owner, they kept fighting in the house over anything. We did some threshold work outside with food, diminished returns, it plateaued, yep. we were stuck, and then one day, owner rings me up, I've had enough, things need to change, my dogs are living, right, okay, went in there, got a canister of compressed air, just air, no chemicals, makes a not very nice sound the dogs don't like, they started a little bit, either pug two foot away from their faces both stop she texts me a week later thank you so much I can now live with my dogs together they're happy cuddling up on the sofa yeah. what the fu how could you possibly say that yeah, that is yeah. then animal abuse when both of these one of, or at least one was going to be rehomed yeah, yeah, yeah right and it's compressed air yeah in that moment they were probably scared of the air yeah fine there's also like an, a, 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 a group of super like super hyper followers of that pathway that say force free yeah that say it's not natural well <laughs> i beg to differ because you watch any mother dog and a puppy that gets overzealous yeah. and it's way more than yeah yeah i mean yeah, yeah. sometimes it looks like it's too much but yeah. you know this is the sharp lesson to be learned yeah and at no point are we saying let's kind of do the same thing to our dogs but yeah something that stops them being whoppers as we would call it then 
Yeah. It's not unnatural. It's very, very natural. We we probably make it unnatural by taking them away eight weeks so they yeah. never get told off by mama. And well, the, 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 there's not much we do do with dogs that is natural. Exactly, yeah. You having know, them is... Very, yeah, <laughs> yeah, having them is unnatural. Yeah. It's, yeah. The real crime is there if you're going to moan about having a dog, isn't it? Yeah. Don't get one. Yeah. You know. Don't get don't, Some of those dudes will start trying to ban dogs now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. But... <laughs> Yeah, I'm in the, I'm in those groups. I'm covert. Are you trying to ban the dogs? No, no, I'm in the groups of the the the, okay, the higher yeah, yeah. order. I follow, of I the follow loads of them because you know I get ideas off them. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I've seen. I say good them stuff like it's almost like a them. a subset group now. Yeah, like them. I just follow a lot of different types of trainers. Yeah, because I try and pick all the good bits out. Yeah, probably do a terrible job of it. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, um, back to what Mum's teaching puppies. Ironically, uh, dogs learn off negative reinforcement and mainly punishment in mm. the wild, but we want to use positive reinforcement and negative punishment. Yeah. Um, which is fine because I suppose the argument is we're not dogs and we, you know, we are a, we've got the the dexterity to utilize the giving of food and the taking away of food and yada yada yada. Um, but um, there's one thing I'm pretty big on is treating puppy biting appropriately. Yeah. I think inappropriate treatment of puppy biting, depending on why the puppy's biting, if they're not teething yeah. and they're just yeah. like, taking yeah. a piss with their mouth, then I think um, that's that's um, yeah. can lead people down the wrong path. And I've on consults advised um, that you know that it's appropriately um, kind of treated, and uh, they said it changes the trajectory and the the whole aspect of that dog's life. Yeah. In, in, yeah. in terms of how they're interacting around the kids and bedtime and things like this. Yeah. Um, but mm, that's a long old story, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I suppose we're kind of, it's almost like the podcast's not quite long enough and not in depth. But then I don't think that people necessarily want to hear everything. But there's a lot of supporting stuff done as well. So like essentially what we've spoken about is punishment or aversion and rein positive reinforcement really. Yeah. <clears throat> but then there's a lot of other stuff done around any of those that supports what you're doing with that. Do you know what I mean? What do you mean? No. In terms of like passive management of like right creating house line whatever yep. making sure that the dog doesn't have opportunities to Rehearse, do yeah. stuff that yeah, we don't want sure. them to do. And there's like a whole ton of. Like you, like you often say, like, <laughs> laughing head. Like, so a, that's the, that's a holistic the, approach is the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. We've kind of missed out a bit on the... Yeah. But people probably don't want to hear us waffle too much. No, because generally that's what client, the clients find the boring bit. It is the boring bit, but it it's is, probably yeah. the bit that upholds the rest of it. It's yeah. the foundation for the, for the treatment of a, an unwanted behaviour is yeah. getting everything else right. Yeah. And that's why it's so easy, or should be so easy with a puppy. Yeah. And you can do most things as positively as absolutely possible because you can set up your home. Yeah. You can set up what they do. You can control their structure of their day. Yeah. Or you can, this is the, the, the point to stress is that you can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do people do it? Probably not as much as they should. No. And sometimes get away with it, uh, fine. Yeah. And I think this is why when we're working with residential dogs, it is very positive because we do all that stuff yeah 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 so the proof is in the pudding like mm. when we manage, manage that dog's life when they're kind of their motivation is built and we're pretty um, clear cut when, when food's coming and when it's not that's when we can be as positive as yeah. possible yeah but um, you know people aren't dog trainers and no, you no. know people are in it for slightly different reasons and people 
I don't know, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because we get paid to do it, we live for it, and it's our thing, it's our jam. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. the average person, it's, it's just not, and they've got the, uh, them other considerations, like the kids running around and the school yeah. running and all the rest of it. Um, so there probably is going to be um, opportunity for that dog to rehearse the unwanted behaviour, and if, as we know, if it gets rehearsed a lot, it becomes... <sighs> very a strong behavior if not yeah. reflexive if it's rehearsed enough times and then we might not have any choice but to use some sort of negative to stop I was it say we've essentially gone full circle there to the start where you say right it's not logistically or real worldly possible sometimes to be that positive yeah it, it, but you've got to make a, to do so you've got to make a lot of sacrifice yeah probably. yeah i want to do a video of like a of a like a Positive, reinfo positive reinforcement to aversion counter of like an average session. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be good. Though. And either side, and then be like, well, right, call us balance because it's ninety-seven to three. That's yeah. them to scales are tipping, but neither force free either. But yeah, nice. Yeah, just as a bit of a it's a tricky one though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, we still yeah. haven't got an answer. No, no one ever will. No. But what advice would you give to people out there? Looking for train, looking for training methods. What I think people are like either scaremongered or shamed into yeah, like never, yeah, that's the one. never using any sort of pressure when it comes to the dog. That's a great point because I've I've had con like assessments where I've gone into it a little bit more deeply, and then people have gone, "Oh, that makes me feel so better because once she bit the kid and I picked and I picked the puppy off by the scruff and she squealed a bit." Yeah, and I was like, it's probably not the end of the world. And <laughs> yes, they're, and they're like, dog doesn't oh, hate you now. Oh my god, I feel so much better. Yeah, I was like, did it stop it? Yeah, I was like, well, <laughs> she never bit the kid again. Yeah, is, is, is she your mate still? Yeah, well, I wouldn't I'm worry. Sorry too much to yet. tell you, Sarah, but you, you're going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> everything's yeah. going to be fine. Yeah, but I think with the online presence of that community, it's very aggressive. In turn, you, yeah. you are a very bad person if yeah, you ever use any pressure around. when it when you and but. Yep. Again, proof is in the pudding. I've seen hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of happy dogs that have been taught with a bit of pressure. Their lives are significantly better. Yeah. Their humans are happier. And they're going to stay in their homes. There's an element of if it has to be there to keep them safe. Like, imagine Blue chasing a squirrel or a rabbit. Yeah. He's going to steam across a road. Yeah. I will stop him with a lead, whatever, wherever it takes, so yeah. he doesn't get run over. Because I love him to bits. Yeah. I would, but So if, I, if he was on the lead, I'm not allowed to stop him on the lead. Is that, I don't know, is that a thing? Is that force-free thing? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just don't run across the road. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, you, whatever it is. I'm going to shout at you and scream at you if that yeah, works. Spatial pressure, whatever. Whatever. Just don't run across the road because yeah. I don't want you to get mullered by a car that's, yeah. you know. I asked a client the other day, like, how would you act if your kid just blindly sprint across the road and they'd, like, I'd hit the fucking roof yeah. just to make work. And I was like... So you'd have quite a lot of punishment. Oh, God, yeah. But you, yeah. you, you do want to squirt your dog with a bit of water. And I think <laughs> we use lots of human analogies, not the dogs are human, but just to help people understand kind of what they're doing with their dog a little bit. Because yeah. we always ask, like, would you do that with your kids? And they're like, you know what? No, not yeah. in a million years. So if your three-year-old was slapping you in the face continuously, <laughs> yeah, yeah. would you would you reward them for would that? Would you give them Probably. their iPad? Yeah. Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> well, well <laughs> you kind of... <laughs> you're just stuffing food in your dog's face when he's biting your leg. It's yeah. kind of the yeah. same thing. Yeah, here's a toy. Here, do this instead. Okay, you're paying me for biting your leg. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had an argument with a friend once because his um, not an argument. I just kind of called him out because his kids were around my house acting like total dickheads, 
and then he got the iPads out and I was like and he was a dog trainer and he was like I said you wouldn't do that to a dog though would you and he's like fucking ah shit no and then he was kind of sussed and, and then but I, people don't think about it the other way around either no all the dog trainers letting their kids, the kids do it yeah. can you, is that legal can you say you that? can put them in cots so you can put them in cots but maybe not crates same, it's just, same. It's just a it's crate with a, without a lid. You get those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything else to touch on? Uh, no, there's a lot of waffle. Well, I mean, we could probably go on without without examples, maybe for hours, I imagine. And then it gets all sticky, doesn't it? Like when is when is a version a version and not negative reinforcement? Not because you could argue like the dog might get stressed out that he's not had his food and he really wants it and you don't want to give it to him because yep. you need to reward him for something but he hasn't done what you need to reward him for so yep. he can't so they make his, yep. you know. So, so yeah, if you if you want your dog to work for motivation, they must feel some sort of, they, for it to be work, for it to work, they must feel some sort of, uh, got to be careful with my words, but discomfort that they're not receiving that reward. Mm. Otherwise it wouldn't work. There must be the fear of missing out from that reward yeah. to compel them into the behavior you want. Yeah. Because they might want to chase that squirrel instead of going into a focused heel. So whether even if you are using positive methods that we would teach that with food or whatever, my dog in that moment must feel like, well, if I switch off and go and chase that, I am fearful that I will miss out on this opportunity to get reward. Yeah. So there has to be an element of fear there. Yeah. Oh, but just... Yeah. You know what I mean? But the fear yeah, yeah. is the word that's thrown around you, quite a yeah, lot aggressively. Because yeah, yeah. if you had a completely satiated dog... Yeah. And, and do I don't think that could... I don't know when you could actually get that. It's probably a hypothetical thing. But if you had a completely satiated dog, nothing would be reinforcing. Yeah. Because that would be the... Like, you'd have like, to be a full sterile environment. Yeah. And you'd have to have, have eaten a decent buffet of food. <laughs> and played with a lot of toys. <laughs> We could get yeah. him playing, mate. <laughs> I think what people need to look or avoid is symptom fixing dog, dog trainers, either side of things. If yeah. the first thing they do is get you out and try and counter condition with treats under threshold, bin them. The first thing they try and do <laughs> is get them out and stick a slip lead on them and correct the behavior, bin them. Make sure they're trying to address the underlying issues, make sure the dog's in a good bill of health, they're biologically fulfilled, they are motivated and we've not inadvertently spoiled our dog and satiated our dog's motivation levels. Make sure we're playing with them right, make sure they're sleeping enough, make sure they're on the right you food. You're giving away a full training program, are you? Yeah, no, okay, yeah, oh, hang on a minute. Yeah, I'll, I'll ease it in. Okay, we don't have any no, issues that anymore. bit, she'll cut that bit. <laughs> Very charged for this, yeah. <laughs> but you, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then, yeah, 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 it's up to the client. Absolutely, yeah. You want to get out and put him on a slip? I mean, if it was me, day. like, and, and I was in his position at one point, I would ideally go to a couple of assessments, and I know it's money spent, yeah. but it's a bit like house viewings. You don't just go to one and go, oh, I'll move into that. Yeah, you like you have sure. a couple, look at a couple. Which one will suit me the best? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, do these people talk waffle? And I'd, so I'd probably go to a couple of assessments, even though it's an initial outrage. But it's me dog. Yeah. And if he's going to take, and if he's going to live for five years more or whatever, then it's not actually yeah. that much of spread over the time. Like, what? What? The old Tibets. I'm going to get a little there. Yeah, very good point. So yeah, oh, I'd be like, it's oh, a hard one, isn't it? Yeah. Because I always think of it like, oh, if I if I look at dog trainers Instagram page, I can 
I'll have a good idea of what type of trainer they are. Of course. Just by like how they talk and post about things and yada, yada, yada. But if I were, say, looking at a, I don't know, like you said, a fitness page, I wouldn't have a fucking clue. I'm sure there's a lot of conflicting information yeah. out there. People go, and I'd be like, followers. what? <laughs> yeah, well, he's got 10,000 followers. He must know what he's on yeah. about. But I'm sure you can... Grabs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you can vouch that there are people there with heavy following that talk absolute waffle, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like the, there's yeah. some dog trainers in the UK with 300 plus thousand followers that talk absolute fucking dangerous shit that are going to get dogs bitten on their people bitten on their leg, and you're like, whoa. That... Why, why specifically the leg? Because it's turning into the wrong type of dog <laughs> to just block their vision and stuff like that, and I'm like, you. You, you, yeah. what, what archery is there? You're fucking. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and the inner thigh, you're going to bleed out, mate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's all. You know, you're know, you, 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 you meeting two veg or. Oh. Oh, bit much. <laughs> bit much for the potter. Nah. Yeah, fair enough. Be fine. But yeah, that's about us today, I reckon. Don't you reckon? Than we probably thought, but bit I think longer. it could have been even longer. Oh, mate, this could have been a long one. Currently recorded 47 minutes. <laughs> right, we're off. We're going to go train some dogs and stop talking the talk. And walk in the walk. <laughs> bye, everyone. <laughs> Say bye, Ian. Bye, mate.